This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hello chickens, uh, welcome to the end of another week and my croaky old throat and my theories. Hey chickens, it's the fabulous Adam Richard and I am digging into your theories one more time about Braxius, the latest Dr. Her. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at UH1.com. That's UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Uh, so, many, many people have sent through theories. Uh, some of them on Praxius, some of them still about the fugitive of the Jadoon, uh, for instance. I mean, there's some overgo- overgo- overgoing, overarching themes in this series. Uh, we've just found out that the final episode titles are The Ascension of the Cybermen, plural, uh, what about the lone Cyberman? Um, and the timeless children is going to be the final episode. Also plural. We've been we've been led to think there's going to be a lone Cyberman and a timeless child, and they've completely confounded us with grammar uh, by <laughs> by using plural Cybermen and children. <gasps> I don't know how to cope with all this. Um, anyway, this week uh, we had the infected plastic. Um, Corey on Twitter uh, is saying that he loves the parallels between the Pertwee era under Chibnall and that that people are seeing. Like, there's no returning monster that people have pointed out, in, which is uh, series one of the Pertwee era, uh, season seven overall. Uh, series two was the master arrived for the very first time in the second ever Pertwee series. And throughout the whole of the John Pertwee era, no Cybermen. There was a lone Cyberman uh, who appeared twice. Um, he appeared in the, I think, like the Doctor's terrified memories in The Mind of Evil when the brain in the jar was attacking the Doctor. Um, 
Yes, there's an episode about a brain in a jar that goes around. It can pop itself anywhere. It's awesome. Uh, also, there's a lone Cyberman on the scope in the Carnival of Monsters episode of uh, of Doctor Who in the 10th series, which you can get on Blu-ray, which I haven't started watching yet, but don't worry. I'm going to make my way through the Blu-rays once we get to the end of season 12. Um, so, yes, a lone Cyberman. Only one. In the Pertwee era, it is it is a very interesting theory you have there, Corey. Although more correlation than theory. Uh, <laughs> Juanita on Facebook has also gone back to the fugitive of the Jadoon. Uh, and when I brought up that the Time Lords were mentioned in the Tom Baker episode Underworld uh, about the they fiddled about with the race and that caused their policy of non-interference. Um, Juanita says, what if it was the Ruth Doctor with Lee that uh, caused the civil war on the planet that is in the underworld? It's like a Jason and the Argonauts thing. Uh, You know, the quest is the quest. Uh, So, Juanita says, perhaps it was Ruth that caused the civil war and as punishment, they wiped her memory and force regenerated her into the Hartnell Doctor. That is, I like that theory. Um... Charles on Facebook, uh, his current theory is that not only is Ruth the pre-Hartnell Doctor, but she also becomes partners in crime with the Master, and in an attempt to evade capture, they both go through a regeneration and mind wipe to become the first Doctor in Susan. Oh, poor Susan. She gets put through the ringer in these theories. (laughs) Susan was the Doctor's granddaughter in the first season of Doctor Who way back in 1963. (laughs) And she hasn't really been mentioned since. And I think she's one of those bits of continuity that the show likes to pretend never happened. (laughs) Um, Fiona on uh, Instagram has an opinion in Theory Drag. She says, Yaz was really likeable tonight. Obviously, Fiona's not a fan of Yaz. Uh, (laughs) However, her potentially life-risking behaviour didn't make any sense. Uh, I feel like Yaz is trying to be... You know, you know there was a story going around ages ago with the Seventh Doctor series that Ace was going to become a Time Lord at one point. Um, and I feel like Yaz is trying to step up to be as independent-minded and as, you know, full-on as the Doctor. Um, it was a bit flippant for the Doctor to say, look at you going off and not getting killed. Uh, very confronting. Now, from this episode, one of the things that freaked me out was... Adam, the spaceman, texting from space. Like, did he take his phone to the ISS? Who knows? Uh, Ben McKenzie, lovely Ben McKenzie from Night Terrace, uh, says, beyond how did he text his husband, assuming he had access to his phone, why did he text his husband? (laughs) They've been estranged for seven months while he's been in space, and presumably, as the European Space Agency crew, he has phone contacts for much more capable and authoritative folks. Yes, indeed, Ben. He would have had much better people to contact. By the way, sorry about the noise outside. It is raining, 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 raining. Um, Also, I live under a flight path, if you can hear that plane. Uh, Ben says, does Adam even mention sending it? He does not. Uh, Perhaps someone else sent it. (gasps) The weather for good or evil is uncertain. Well, this unlocks a theory. I'm having a theory. Here it comes. Oh, there it is. Um... (laughs) The theory's... Oh, it's it's taken me over. Uh, so, I think what happened, like where, where we saw the Doctor go back and, 
retrofit the plane in part two of Spyfall, I think the doctor maybe sent the text because she wanted to get them together because she's, you know, manipulating things. Or it was the master. Who knows? I mean, he nearly sacrificed himself, but he didn't. Uh, but yeah, how did he get there? Why? Who who texted him? Alia replied to uh, Ben McKenzie, said it came from an unknown number. So if he did send it from his own phone, why had his husband deleted his number? Oh, that's another. that feeds into my theory that it was either the doctor or the master. Uh, the hubby receiving the text wasn't angry at the one who went to space. Yeah, that's, yeah, that is weird. Uh, but yeah, someone else pointed out that it was a Hong Kong... <laughs> Area code. Uh, so, not only did he have his phone in space, but he'd managed to pick up a SIM card in Hong Kong <laughs> to send the text. Maybe they have those phone boxes that text. Maybe he just stopped off at a phone box in his spacesuit in Hong Kong um, to send a text. I mean, look, the security was very bad and they were in some sort of rusty warehouse. He, he might have been able to pop out. Who knows? Uh Scott on Facebook has the beginnings of a theory uh, around the fact that every episode has had teleportation in it. Yes, there have been a lot of transporters. And he said, like, every single episode, he thinks something's going on here. Mm. Do we think rather than a parallel universe, we've got a, a an old-fashioned Star Trek transporter malfunction <laughs> doctor? And that's what Ruth is. She's a transporter malfunction. Like two of them split off, like Thomas Riker. Oh man, that is a deep cut for Star Trek nerds. Um, uh, <laughs> Damien on Twitter says, considering the consistent theme of climate change, maybe the big climax this season will be the Doctor and her companions making a submission to a royal commission into climate inaction. Oh, a royal commission. They seem like such a big thing at the time, but I'm pretty sure my bank is still charging me for stuff they're not doing. Um, Charles on Facebook says, the most terrifying thing about the episode was a bit about everyone being full of microplastics. That is a true thing, Charles. I am sorry to break it to you. I watched, like, this is in the 90s, I watched, uh, one of, what are those, what's that BBC science show? Um... Anyway, it was one of those BBC science shows and, you know, the big important one. I can't remember the name of it. It's on a lot. And they were talking about infertility in the human race and how it's increasing. And they were studying, they, were, they noticed that estrogen uh, was getting into the male body and making the thing that creates people inert. Uh, and... Then while they were testing it, they discovered that the estrogens, they were like, how did the estrogen get in here? This is meant to be a sterile environment. It was leaching out of the plastic in the Petri dish into their samples. So the plastics in our lives are full of estrogen and they are sterilizing our entire race. Aren't we fun? Uh, <laughs> what a fun species we are. <laughs> Oh dear, I'm running out of time. Uh, look, I'm. By the way, I would just like to say quickly to Kimbo on Twitter, thank you for trying to make me feel better about my accidental yet still unforgivable racism. Uh, she said, "I get Jessica Chastain and Bryce Dallas Howard mixed up all the time, and I'm a pale redhead myself." Oh, 
I actually thought that Lauren Ambrose, who's in this new rubber baby show on uh, Apple TV, I thought she was Jessica Chastain the other day. I got very, very confused. Um, oh, my computer's making noises. <laughs> it must be time to finish. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.